everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, like a dog for me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Trying to turn it down. I can't get it down. We'll have to wait for this music for a minute. Ah, there we go. Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani at the home studio here in East Northport, New York, broadcasting throughout the United States with none other than Mr. Peel himself, David Cohen. Yes, yes. Quarantine, Douglas, here in New York City, not enjoying much of it at all. Well, who is Mr. Peel? What, did I, what was that about? I don't know. I don't know what you're going. There's something about Mission Impossible. Well, the Avengers. Remember the Avengers oh, television the Avengers. show? Sure. Television Emma, show. Emma Peel. Yes. So you're Why the. Why you say Mr. Peel? Because you're the husband to Emma Peel, who uh, yeah. was the actress. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Now she, oh, by the way, played. Great. What was that actress? She was in uh, that show, Game of Thrones. You like? She did you know that she was in See, that show? No. She, she was the one with the the. She was the the old lady, the old ugly lady that got killed at the end by oh, had a drink yeah, her own yeah. poison. Okay. Oh, her name's escaping me. But yes, I did know that, and I forgot. That's Thanks Mrs. Peel uh, from the Avengers. This is everything old is new again, uh, and we are enjoying uh, ourselves here during the quarantine, trying to uh, what would you say undertake part two of achieving our mission impossible of trying to make this quarantine go as fast as possible and try to give you some hints as to some ideas of what we're thinking about can be done uh, during this time to make the time pass and to actually, uh, dare I say, enjoy. Uh, that's kind of too drastic a word, but enjoy the time that you have. Make it bearable. Make, make it, it bearable. bearable. Right. So um, part of There's that is Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg. The actress. And she was the only actress that ended up marrying... Who in the movies in a in a movie series? James no Bond. She was James, James Bond. Bond's wife, and on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And at the end of the movie, on their honeymoon, she died. She's killed by Blofeld. <sighs> okay, tremendous movie, very underrated. That, that's a bad honeymoon story. Yes, yes, that really is. And I'll tell you, uh, that's where we're at. You know, all the best laid plans of mice and men. You know, and uh, look where we are right now, where we've. Uh, uh, you know, we're going through a tough time now, but you know what? We'll get through it. There's no doubt. And everything old is new again is going to continue with the original programming. We would like you, if you have the opportunity and the thought and the inclination and our website address and or email address to contact us and let us know some ideas of what you are doing during this time and, and or an idea for a show or even a part of a show and we will have you on the show hosting the show with us uh, in the future but you got to do it now and not waiting it's not going on forever now this is a limited time offer while we're in quarantine so please we're more than happy to do it. I think it would be a great opportunity for anyone out there listening and a great opportunity for us. I think it would just be a lot of fun. Exactly. And uh, and so to do that, what you need to do is go to everythingoldisnewagain.biz. 
That's everything old is new again. Dot biz. The people that have the dot com wanted to charge me like three thousand dollars to get the dot com, and I said I'm not doing that. We that's our yearly budget, so I'm not doing that. So don't give the dot com people your biz. Exactly. Right. Oh, I like that. So everything old is new again. Dot busy. Communicate it with us that way. We have a communication page there. We also have all our old shows there. You also can just communicate directly to old new again at aol.com. That's old new again at aol.com. David Cohen. Yes, I'm right here. This is well, I'm, we're skyping right now, but and yes, I can see. Staring you. at me, me as usual. He's eating during the show. I wanted to catch him while he had the spoon in I his have mouth to keep with my the yogurt. Up, man, come on. <laughs> You know, there's not much to do these days other than stare at a wall and eat yogurt and talk to you. All right, here you go. It's one thing you could do. Lots of people have the exercise machines and equipment, whatever, in their houses, in the basement. Lots don't. What you can do, besides going out, of course, you could do that and take a walk and what have you. Turn on. I, you're going to think I'm out of my mind when I say this. Are you ready? You're going to expect something different from everything old is new again. Go to YouTube. Pull up the old 1960s shows of... Drum roll, Jack LaLanne. All he did, I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. I know it sounds ridiculous. All he did was home exercises with the chair, with the door, push-ups, whatever. He didn't have any machinery at all. I'm just trying to tell you that this guy will tell you, give you ideas as what to, how to exercise without any machinery. You like the idea or you don't? Yeah, I, I do. I just want to caveat that by saying before you start any exercise program. Oh, boy. Check, even if it's just virtually, check with your physician and make sure that those exercises are appropriate for for your uh, health condition right now. Interesting. I, I agree with that 100%. I never thought of even saying that before this segment, so I'm glad you're here to, to do that. I'm just thinking that it's possible some of the exercises Jack Elaine was doing 60 years ago <laughs> may not be as beneficial as they were back then. Plus, you know, we don't want people doing things that they, they shouldn't be because of a, a, an existing condition. Uh, hey, man, look, in these quarantine times, you know, you got to be a little extra sensitive. You course. know what I'm saying? I, I agree. But I, I will tell you, I've seen him. It's He's very compared to the stuff you see now. He is very low uh, impact. I'm telling you. But I, I agree with you. You got to check into it, but because you see these characters doing the dancing, you see these characters doing the pushing, the pushing, the pulling, the boop, boop, all this stuff. And I'll tell you, that could be and and this, you know, the commercial, the girls running up hills and down hills, and she's watching the screen in front of her, and she's going through Venice, and she's going through, you know, the Eiffel Tower and all this, and that's great. But that stuff can really get you if you start off fast running. You're gonna run like this girl does on this on the commercial, and then she gets off dancing after she's done like 17 miles. So uncre- incredibly unrealistic. I mean, come on. You're right. You got to start slow, which is right. what I've, that's the key. Which That's is what I've been key. doing start for the last year and a half. I've been starting slow. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that start phase for you has just been it's, uh, interminable. It's, <laughs> I've learned. I've hooked it up. I've c- corrected uh, all the malfunctions. I've actually been able to get the computer to work on it and all that stuff. So I think it's actually pretty cool to do it. And I forget. I think it's called iFit, something like that, where you can. Yeah, but Doug, if you're going to do Jack Lane, like, where do you have a medicine ball at home? Where are you going to get one of those? <laughs> no, he does it with Christmas. With Christmas, what? He does it with like poles, like the Christmas tree pole. He does it with. Um, it's a cha- Christmas tree. Well, you know, there's the pole for the tree, and whatever. He does it with a, a bar. I would say is a better way to say it. He does it. Oh, because we all have bars at home. Well, what he'll do is he'll he'll tell you get the um, a broomstick, the broomstick, and you use that, yeah. and then he'll use a kitchen yeah. chair, and he does. It's not, it's not high impact. I'm telling you, 
He's, okay. he's the guy. He's, all right. I'm four. Oh, I'm just trying to get you to get an understanding that you could do Does stuff. Does he wear these like like white athletic socks pulled up to his knees and uh, <laughs> and the gray sweatshirt? No, the gray, the gray shirt. Have you never uh, seen Jack Lane? He wears a shirt with a collar. He wears a shirt with a collar when he, he works out, and he has the pants, the tight pants they wore in Lost in Space. Those Velcro kind of I don't know what you yeah, call those spandex, spandex, kind of and. Uh, <laughs> And no shoes, and he was a piece of work. But no one's going to kick sand in his face at the beach. But he's not going to be at the beach. Oh, we should. Here's the thing: by us, it's kind of strange. As an aside, beaches are open, parking lots closed. How do you get to the beach unless you park your car in the parking lot? Maybe that was a way of closing the beach without really closing the yeah, beach. Yeah, it's it's basically closed except for the neighbors that live next door to the beach. I guess you'd say. And kids, if you're going to go swimming in the ocean without a lifeguard, just be careful. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, now we are going to talk about. And I can't believe we've we've not talked about it yet. We're going to talk about games that you can play at home. Like the kids and I made a game up that you're going to you get made a kick. game up. All you need is a balloon, and you've got an interesting game to play. Is Jacqueline on during this game? Or? <laughs> what we added because she has these beanie babies. We've added the beanie babies to it. So here's the game. You ready? It's for your kids. Yeah. You got the balloon. You got a. It's a sort of a volleyball balloon game. The three of you, five okay. of you, whatever. You got to go in order, or you could do it by volleyball if you can do it a volleyball net. But you need to keep. You can only hit the ball once. But is this indoors or outdoors? Indoors, of course. This is the whole point. Don't we need to do a lot of indoor stuff now? Isn't that what we're talking about? Okay. Were well, you say, saying something about a volleyball net? So I wasn't sure well, whether you were inside or outside. You're, you're inside. You've got a a, a a balloon. It cannot hit the ceiling. If it hits the ceiling, you're that you're out. If it hits the floor when it's your turn, you're out, and that's it. And if it hits your body, so you're just hitting a if, balloon if, back and forth now, among if, the. Not yet. If it hits your body, you're out, and you have oh, wait, to hit no, it. I'm, just, I'm, I'm losing you already. So you All blow right. up a balloon. See, the only problem right. is we only have 30 seconds left. I thought I would be able to do that quickly, but uh, well, I'm trying to help our listeners because I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> so you're standing oh, in a oh, circle. No, you do it with a balloon that's not blown up. That would be a lot easier. That's you blow that's up a, a balloon. You're standing in a circle, yes, right? Yes. And you throw the one of you throws the balloon up. You tap it with your hand, and no, you no, you not it with your hand, with a beanie baby or a, some kind of a figurine, anything. Not your hand. That's what makes it different. Because if you use it with your hand, you can control where it's going. We're doing it with something in your hand, like a beanie so baby. Some sort of stuffed animal, beanie Correct. baby, whatever. We'll continue okay, right after this and everything else. Here we go. We have commercials. Shows off to a great start. <laughs> You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Hello, this is Paul Michael Glazer. You may know me from Starsky and Hutch. I was the, the dark-haired one. I've uh, been uh, writing. I've got a book out called Castalia and the Source of Light, which is on Amazon. And I've been painting, and I've been I've been doing my thing, as I hope you've been doing your thing. And uh, I am right now enjoying a really interesting conversation. Everything old is new again, so give it a listen. Hi, this is David Soul. You're listening to Douglas Viviani and David Cohen, and everything old is new again. <laughs> Take my word for it. There we go. We're back here on Everything Old is New Again. We're uh, getting in touch with our inner selves to try to teach, uh, explore, and otherwise guide us all through this quarantine, David Cohen. You don't like so far this game because you're giving well, us a hard is, time. This is, this is what I got from the game so yes, far. Yes, here we go. I got blow up a balloon. Yes. 
Indoors, not outdoors. Correct. Volleyball court, beanie babies hit the ground. I have no idea how this okay. game is supposed so to be now played you blow, what, you, what you're talking about all right, at so all. So blow, blow up your balloon. Yes. You got a beanie baby in your hand. You got. Okay. Let's say you have three three people playing. Let's just say. Okay? Right. It's my turn. I hit the ball, which is a balloon, up in the air. It cannot hit the ceiling. If it hits the ceiling, I lose a point. If it hits my body, I lose a point. If it hits the ground, when it's my turn to hit the balloon, you lose a point. But I'm supposed to then hit it up in the air, and the next person, let's just say Leo, Leo is supposed to hit the balloon once. So he hits it. If he hits it too hard, it hits the ceiling. With, with the beanie baby with that the, he's holding in his hand. Correct. We all have different beanie babies or dolls or whatever, figurines, whatever. And because that adds a factor of you cannot control always where this balloon is going to go because it's it's got all kind of different configurations on this beanie baby, right? You hit it with an ear, you hit it with a hand, whatever of the beanie baby. It goes so. You, the, of course, you want to keep it in the air. Hit the ceiling, negative point. Hit your body, negative point. Hits the ground, negative point. You can only hit it once, and then the next person has to hit it, and you go round and round and round. Uh, and the person with the negative ten points is the one that le- loses the game. Now, if you would have summarized it that way in the last segment, we would have already been on to the third or fourth topic. I know, but we have a lot of time here. We got a lot of time to spend on the radio here, so we're trying to extend. So there's no volleyball net. No, you don't need a net. You could do it if you want. Okay. Make a net up if you feel like it, but you don't need to. This is a, a game with a balloon. I was just trying to say, all you need is Jack Lalanne on the, the back. Careful furniture. Or... You're hitting the balloon. <laughs> Careful of the furniture. <laughs> I can see this becoming a real, a real treat. T- we played it for an hour today. We. we really got a kick out of it how do you like that i don't know why all right has any of the kids run into the big screen tv or knocked over a vase or has has there been any damage so far no they have run into the bathroom hiding when i suggest we play another round but other than that there's no running in the house (laughs) all right do you have any suggestions over there mr mr apartment in new york city like uh, indoor activities that you're doing Besides making oh, oatmeal with figs in it, what else are you making? What's your? Hey, that's good, man. It's a good opportunity to eat healthy. Uh, oatmeal is really good. Kind of keeps you regular. Protein. What else? What do you have for stuff. lunch? What's a, like, what do you have for lunch situation? Well, for lunch, yeah. haven't quite figured that out. You got a but peanut you know butter what? and jelly with... sandwich. What well, else? but you know now they've uh, they have these meal kit, these delivery service. Well, not now. They've always had them, but it's an interesting concept because they're still doing it. And they'll either bring a pre-made meal to you or, or the kit, and you make dinner. And I've been doing that, actually, That's a few good. nights a week. It's been also something to do with the family right. uh, that does not involve beanie babies or balloons and actually is productive. You actually have a meal when you're done. <laughs> I agree. That's a great idea. I also think getting involved with um, – I'm going to call this guy A.B. Smoking and grilling with A.B. Listen to this. Yeah. Other one. And all you got to do is, you know, repeat till this is done. Here's my guy. You know, because listen, we're going to cook this in our pan, right? Yeah, right. And I, I said earlier I was going to be using my cast iron. Of course. But not I'm not. Kinda, no. You know what? I'm going to use another pan. I'm going to use an induction pan that I have okay. that's ready to go. Good. So what we want to do now what is. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What you want to do is you want to yeah, go ahead as you're doing this. Yeah. So you can, you know, it's about multitasking. I don't know. I'm watching right? you. What we're going to do is. What? Yeah, you said it six times. We're gonna what, take it, what are we going to do? We're going to put a little bit of our. What? Olive what? oil. Oh, yeah, and, and come on. In our pan, we're going to start bringing that up to temp. What temp? And there it is. So you're getting a little bit here. Of, here. You know, enough just to coat it. You know, I do. He says you know a lot. You have to ignore that. But he has a tremendous recipe for smothered chicken. Who's this guy again? AB. Grillin'. AB. How do you get to the site? Go to YouTube, Grillin', and just, I'm sorry, Smokin', I-N. Smokin' and Grillin', Wit, W-I-T, AB. 
four to cool. five minutes. And is this is it, does he do things that you can make inside as well as outside? Of he's, the made, he's made he's uh, made smothered chicken and kept a balloon in the air at the same time. He's done that. Nice. <laughs> Is, how long does this clip go? What's he going to say next? We want to go a little longer. Yeah, right. Then what? It's nice. Okay, so that's one. It doesn't translate to the radio exactly. So then you also have somebody by the name of Gordon Ramsay, a little something here. He's cooking online. Don't oversear these. Don't oversear them. They turn dry. Right. So the nice cooking thing now shrimp is scampi. the shrimp are on, sauce right. is ready. Right. Take your capellini. Capellini. He teaches in. you how to boil cap boil water. water. He literally okay, teaches in. you how to boil water and how to put well, capellini. Well, you know, he's to do with the lid on, I, I understand. No, and then he's he's twisting the capellini into the water. What he says, it's very oh. interesting. He says you don't boil the water with a huge pot of water. Boil it with like a half a pot because you don't. It's all that wasted water is no good. He's saying, and and he puts the capellini or whatever it might be for maybe like four or five minutes in the boiling water, and that's it. Takes it out and pours yeah. the uh, the au jus on top. The uh, you, you do it the uh, the al dente stuff, exactly. you know, with the pasta al dente. So, so he's good. I'm surprised that barbecue guy is not here. A little upset with us that we're oh, I playing know. clips. Well, uh, you know, he may not have the technology to remote in, but but you could you could uh, text him see if he's available. Uh, I don't want to. I, he's gonna he's gonna cause us problems because he's gonna say that you know why doesn't he have a website? Why doesn't he have a YouTube channel? Why doesn't he have That's recipe? True. I don't want to get involved with all of that. I mean, we got a lot of problems. But what you can do is. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but YouTube's got uh, a lot of these recipes, and they're pretty good. So like you say, you can order them in or whatever, however you're doing it. Cooking with the family is not a bad idea during this time. No, it's, it actually brings uh, brings some togetherness. And, uh, and again, it, it's about uh, doing an activity where you're actually all involved in helping each other as a team. Right. Instead of... There's nothing wrong with having a little family discussion, of course. But if you're actually doing something actively as a group, right. I think it just makes makes it all better. And you, it makes all the family tension go away, at least for a few minutes. Exactly. And and when they've made the dinner together, they'll actually be at the dinner table. I, I don't know if this happens to you. You have a little smaller environment. You have three people. I've got four, but it's not that big a difference. But I cannot get the family to the dinner table after I've cooked many times. Really? It takes well, you, you have little kids, though. That's a little different. Yeah, it's 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 hard to get them. And then see, you're heating and reheating, you're all upset and whatever because it's cooked and everybody's... Yeah. Yeah. But, so you're sitting down to the table. You're already stressed. Yeah, exactly, because right? these characters can't come down. And, you know, I try to keep... I, I You know, you, you try to make whatever it is fresh and hot, and then all of a sudden I'm reheating it because you didn't come down in time. That's not appropriate. Uh, that's the, yeah, no, as a, as a cook, you know, that's frustrating. Right, very. Now, here's right, another what thing. Else, what other ideas here's you have for our listeners? Just a thought. This comes across from people that are not educated. I won't mention the name, but they, I get this, and I... And I want to pass this by you. Let's assume you're living in a house with four people. Let's assume no one's gone out. Let's assume no one has tested positive for anything. You're okay. You just sequestered. Do you need to wear masks? Do you need to not be close together? Do you need not to communicate with each other? I, it, it's such what? a... yeah. I get this from my well, a family member. I don't want to... <laughs> uh, who listens to all this nonsense and can't put it together actually argues with us over the telephone that the family should not be in the same room or should not be together as much uh, because you can get what's sick from each other. If you've already been together and sequestered and had no ex outside you know, exposure, it's not going to develop out of nowhere. You get me? I mean, is it silly to say? I think everybody understands it, but some people, are, there's this misunderstanding of what we're dealing with here. No? 
Yeah, I, I, my understanding is unless one family member has been symptomatic, there's no need to like isolate within the household. Exactly. So have some fun with your family. Don't be afraid to hang out together. It's silly. Another silly example. I got news for you. If if you've been living together, this is not you know this isn't anything abnormal. Suddenly, we're suddenly the, the family's living together. Let's just right. sort of lay it out there. So if, if you have a family of four that you've been living with each other and in each other's business for a long time, guess what? It's too late to do anything anyway. If one of you got infected, you're all doomed. So right. you might as well stay together until you see someone actually showing symptoms. I'm not a doctor, but that would be my rationale. Now, if you want to be ultra careful, I can totally understand this. You get a package. Right, the disease lasts on the package twenty four hours. Put the package oh, in the sure. in the foyer. Leave it there for twenty four hours. Don't touch it, and then then you you open it, you're fine. That that kind of makes sense. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like you've and, and wipe, wiping down groceries, things like that. Anything and the telephone. If you go out in the world and put gloves on, whatever, and you you touch your telephone, in theory, you could expose your telephone screen to it, and you didn't clean your screen off. You put the screen to your you know the tel- telephone back on and. So I, I know uh, that's a good point. And I know your family. So who's the family member who says that even though you've been living together forever? That Since you my wife has never listened to the show and my my in-laws have never listened to the show, I can come clean. That is my mother-in-law. She's <laughs> driving us ah. absolutely insane. Because <laughs> she And another thing, I know we're off the topic here, but you know what? Please, I don't care what you're watching on television, if you're watching television, do not put 9 o'clock in the morning some news station on and then turn it off at 11 o'clock at night and you've had the news running for 12 plus hours in your house. You're going to be frightened like crazy and there's a lot of, of misinformation on top of that. That's of- an excellent point. That's I, you know I I am intentionally not watching TV during the day. Like I'll check in on the news on the on, on the uh, the interweb occasionally, <laughs> but uh, no, because it, it's depressing. You know, get your news fix whenever you do it in the morning or at night. But no, the twenty four hour thing. Ah, oh, not I mean, good. And I don't need to see. An, I don't care what politician. I don't need to see another politician telling me what to do. I, I I'm sorry. I don't. Yes, there's advice. Yes, there's things we need to learn. But I'm saying I don't need to be, hear it every hour on the hour. You know, and then from a right. different source telling me the same thing, and another source telling me the same thing. You know, let's not get involved. I'm, this is just me. Why, why are we involved in all this? You're scaring the, the, the daylights out of yourself. You know, you're fine. We're going to get through it. I'm not yeah, trying there, to minimize it. There's a risk it. of overexposure. Yeah. Right. I'm not trying to minimize it, but let's let's not just scare each other through this. You know, let's use knowledge and information. We'll be back right after this and everything old is new again. <laughs> Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. This is Johnny B. Bad, the bad man of world championship wrestling, and you're listening to David and Douglas. They're so outrageous, it's contagious, and everything old is new again. Ah, welcome back. Uh, thank you, Mark, the former intercontinental champion of the WWE in the 19, late 1990s, guest and friend of our show a couple times. David Cohen, did you realize a couple weeks back they had WrestleMania? This whole pandemic did not stop WrestleMania from happening. They did it on a Saturday and a Sunday night. They divided the show up into two nights. They did it in their home studio with no audience. And uh, I don't know how successful it was, but they continued. What do you think of that? that, that yeah, that's creative. I, I tell you, it's a, it's it, the sports right now. It, I think it's a huge missed opportunity by like MLB Network and NFL Network and 
hockey and why not show old classic games? I don't think I think some of them are attempting, but it's it's they're hardly on. Like, for example, all right. NBA TV, I think, is doing a great job with this. They just showed that game seven of the 1970 NBA finals with Willis Reed. I don't know if you're a big basketball fan, but it's one of the greatest games in the, in sports history. And it was so cool to watch. But none of those other networks are, are taking advantage of this. And it's kind of ticking me off. Well, I'll tell you, uh, they're fools not to do it. Uh, I agree with you. What I would like to see now, I don't want to see a game from the 70s. I'm sorry, from the 80s and like, 90s. Or the 10s or whatever. Yeah, right? I don't want to see that. Recent. I want to see the Brooklyn Dodgers play the New York Yankees in the World Series. That would be cool. I mean, we've never seen that. We never saw Mickey Mantle really play. We never saw no, those like great the, Yankee the teams. Right? A Would, rebroadcast of the game. Right. Wouldn't you want to see something like Jackie Robinson? Would you want to see sure. him play? Well, I'll tell you. I found it. How do you like them apples? There's a How'd few. You Go to YouTube. Pull up, you know, Brooklyn Dodgers, or you pull the year up if you want. And uh, I found it by just pulling up Brooklyn Dodgers. I'm sure you could find other teams and other years and so forth. I just like found... if you do like St. Louis Browns or something. Right, like I'm that. sure. You, I'm sure there's something, and I could do it in a second to take a look. But I want to play for you a little bit. Of, Wait, is, uh, is, is it the whole game? The whole game. Some don't have the whole game there, but some do. I have a 1952 okay. World Series Game Seven Yankees Dodgers. You know the ending, unfortunately. You know the Dodgers only won in '55 in the '50s. But uh, how did it happen? You know, and the old school broadcasting. Let's listen to just a piece of it here. What do we got here? Chuck Gresson's had a problem several times in the series. Oh, there's your buddy being behind the pitcher, leading Mel Allen. Yeah, or coming to bat in that half of an inning. Hang on. There's a bunt high and foul. All right, that's play down the first Jackie time. Robinson's up, and he's trying to bunt for a single. That situation that revolved about Erskine, for example. I mean, I don't know if you're a baseball yeah, fan. That's so and cool. And you know these Sunday players. Stadium. You've he's never seen them. And it worked out. Have you ever seen Duke Snyder hit a home run? Of course. I've never seen Duke Snyder. Yeah. Well, wouldn't that be a kick? Yeah. I'm, I want to sit, I'm going to sit down and watch this entire game today. And I do mean, they also have, like, old hockey and basketball and football games? Well, I can look it up. What do you want to see? What what, what years? Uh, let, let's, so let's think about football for you got to give me so a team, though, too. I doubt it. Huh? you got to give me the I team, doubt- like, specifically. Ahead, what do you want to see? What do you want to see? Let's just show Jets Super Bowl. How about that? Yeah, Jets Just for Super kicks, because we know that. Yeah. Um, okay, here, right here, full game. Super Bowl three, Jets guarantee, blah blah, Colts full game, two hundred and uh, I'm sorry, two hours and ten minutes. And wow! Here it is. Let's just see if I can just give you a little piece of it. Who's that? Kirk Gowdy announcing. Yeah. Here you go. gonna throw. Oh, Morrow. Intercepted. Here you go. The Jets intercept. It's right here. So there you go. Wow. It's it it exists. I'm just I did curious. Not know that. So it exists on. It's probably been there the whole time, right? It's not yes, like something it's new because of the way just, the world has changed. Right. How about St. Louis Browns? Just for kicks, is that like a, that was an old baseball team, right? Might might have preceded TV. I don't know. Yeah, forty six is a high. There's highlights, um, not necessarily game. Well, well, oh no, here's one. Uh, yeah, St. Living St. Louis sportsman. Okay, I don't want to spend too much time on it. The bottom line is there is and are old games. From the, at least the 50s and the 60s. Now, also, radio. If you wanted to hear, I mean, just as a kick, uh, Babe Ruth hit a home run uh, on the radio. Do you have it? 
I think I might. Hold on. Ty Tyson was the guy that announced for them. Yeah, his. Ty Tyson. How about that? I know that. 1934, Nevin Field in Detroit. Uh, Yankees at Detroit, September 20th, 1934 game. Ty Tyson announcing. Here he is. I'll say something so I can hear you, Ty. Because <laughs> they, they were interesting when they announced back then. The Tiger half of the first inning. Yankees scored two runs on three hits. Perfetti opened with a single. Ross doubled. What else? Delkirk singled. Delkirk. Gehrig popped. Bob Selk. There you go, Gehrig. And Lazari hit into a double play. Tony Lazari. So, like, you see the 1934 mm-hmm. Yankees in your mind's eye come alive. The entire game is right there. That's I don't cool. know. That's just weird to me, but kind of cool. No? Absolutely. So why yeah. not get involved with something? like? What if you never saw Larry Bird play? Right. Right? I mean, what, That's you want, awesome. How about Dr. J? Let's see. Is Dr. J here with the Nets game? Yeah, put in, uh, put in Dr. J in New, New York. Yeah, here Nets. we go. Here we go. Yep. 1976 ABA Finals game against the Denver Nuggets at the Nets. I was at this game in Nassau Coliseum, by the way. I can tell you that. Really? And here's the whole game right here. Here is Dr. J with the big afro and everything. He looks terrific. Yeah. He was I, he was my favorite player of all time. I will sit down and watch this game. I'm going to recommend to my brother to watch this game with the ABA, cool. with the ball and all. So there it is. It's there. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a missed opportunity if you don't jump on it, but maybe they don't own the rights to them anymore, so they don't care because these are in public domain now. It's, these are old, old games we're talking about. So I don't think they. I guess, you yeah. Know, they well, just, but also I think some of those those sports networks they're like really afraid to dip too far into history because they don't want to, you know, lose their viewership, the younger viewer who doesn't really care about that stuff. But why don't they so, care? Well, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying that the that the like Major League Baseball and the NFL. I think they believe that their viewers do not care about I, that. But so that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm challenging you on that. Why Why do you think? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But when I was growing up, I wanted to know all about the history of baseball. Didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. I don't think I really cared either. Oh, see, that's where you're coming from because there is – I wanted to see today's game. I wanted to see my team playing. I didn't really care about seeing – my team, you know, 30, 40, 50 years Even ago. Even though your team was the Yankees, you didn't care about yeah, the history. Yeah, I, I really, no, I really did. Right. When I was a kid, I did not care about that. However, I can tell you that uh, I remember during the baseball strike, this goes back a long time, Doug, and you and I were in high school. Right. And the players went on strike. And at the time, because there was no other sports to watch, ESPN, I believe, and maybe one of the local New York uh uh, TV stations started replaying some of those old games from like the 50s, and and I remember being into it. Yes, but only because there was nothing else available. All so right. you know, the point is taken. Like, why not dip into that now? I I, I have to say that if you if you're a now that's a big if because I don't know that kids are fans of the game or are they fans of players these days. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, but if they're only fans of the players and these uh, fantasy things, then they don't care about the sport. There's, there's something right. else going on there. But if you're into the sport of baseball, hockey, football, whatever, and you want to see the legends or hear about the legends of your sport who laid the groundwork for what you're seeing now. Even a kid that's young now that never saw Michael Jordan play, I'm sure there's tons of Michael Jordan games that you can actually watch him play. And if you enjoy the sport for the sport, yes, you know who won, but I never saw 
you know, uh, Jackie Robinson steal home base. Maybe I will. Maybe there's a game that he's done that. Just saying. Uh, to me, and I think that would would foster these sports more than the most. Like, I've seen them do this. They, they're playing, like, the NCAA games from, like, three years ago. Okay, that's something. But I want to see St. John's against Georgetown in 19, uh, what was that, 86 or 80, 87 in the— They do. Keep, yeah, CBS Sports Network. They will play that. Okay, they, they good. Just had George, the, they had the uh, 84 Georgetown-Villanova game when Vill, Villanova won. See, that's the way to that go. That was really cool. That yeah. is, you know, uh, again, it had to be very famous or your team that you like or a very famous player in there that you've never seen i never saw john havlicek play i bet you i could see him now yo you definitely can all right one one quick additional do we have a minute we have less than a minute but yes yes good perfect so i'm watching the 1970 nba finals game seven new york knicks and the la lakers their star player for the knicks willis reed he was injured but he hobbled onto the court for the pregame warm-up the crowd went crazy Uh, He actually played the game. He was the emotional inspiration for the Knicks going on to win that game. But as I was watching the game, one thing I realized is that there was absolutely no grandstanding or self-congratulations or anything going on with any of the players. It was almost like I was watching a different game. It was almost like there was no audience there. There was no one in Madison Square Garden, which obviously there was. But it's almost like these guys were having their own private game, very respectful, no sh- no signs of like celebration of anything. And it was, uh, I don't know, to me, like I, I, can, I can see both sides, but it was, it was nice to see that for me. Uh, I can't see both sides. To me, that's the only way to play the game. I don't think it's time to celebrate till the game is over. I'm sorry. That's just me. We'll be back on Everything Old. So I agree with you 100%. It's great to see. We'll be back right at this. And Everything Old is new again to call uh, attention to a little more of what we can do during this pandemic to just put a smile on our face. Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Hi, I'm John Billingsley, Dr. Flox from Starship Enterprise. You are listening to Everything Old is New Again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen, masters of the art of radio. I can't wait to be on your show again, and I am not saying that only because you plugged my charity repeatedly. Hi, this is Butch Patrick, and you're listening to Everything Old is New Again. How about that, David Cohen? Some uh, high... Eddie Munster, yay! How about the high accolades of being called the masters of radio? I don't know yes. if this show anybody would call us masters of radio, but uh, <laughs> we are, you know, we're trying. <laughs> it's nice to be acknowledged. We're, we're radio enthusiasts. <laughs> yes. But maybe you are masters of radio. We're masters of everything old is new again. That's the very least of it. Now, we're trying at the last section here to let you know that we are open to having you come on the show and present a topic that you would like to talk about, whether it be what you're doing during the pandemic, because past the time, as we've just been doing the last two shows, or something else, any other topic that you want to talk about, call us at, uh, well, calling us is one thing. (laughs) That doesn't always work. What you would do is send us an email at oldnewagain at AOL.com, oldnewagain at AOL.com, or you can go to the website, oldnewagain.com, Everything old is new again. Dot biz. Everything old is new again. Dot biz. Don't call. Calling makes it. Oh, we are, we are getting a call. All right. Someone's calling. Let me see what this is all about. Everything old is new again. Can I help you? We're on the air. 
I'd like to come up with an idea. Really? What uh, What idea? What? what this is strange. You, you're calling well, who, to... who's, who's calling first? Who is this? Uh, my name is uh, uh, JP. Okay. JP. Yeah. All right. Welcome. Hey, thank you. I have a great idea. My idea would be that... Where you're from, JP? What? Uh, let's, let's get to that first. Well, Wichita, Kansas. I'm from Wichita, Kansas. All right. Well, all right. Uh, Kansas. It sounds... It's interesting, David. There's a gentleman calling from Kansas. We do uh, air in Wichita, Kansas, so that's good to hear. Well, it's good to know one of our listeners is actually listening and, and decided to call in. So, JP, do you have an idea for a show? I think I think the idea what you need to do is go ahead and do something with farming. Somebody should be farming on the air. That would be a nice show. Hmm. Farming sounds familiar. Farming. These kind of okay. ideas. Are, are you? Uh, do you have experience farming? Because you have vegetables and uh, pumpkins and uh, all kinds of fruit. It'll all be something that'll be very interesting for people on the air. Something they don't hear all the time. Well, I don't know if you could translate that to David. Do you think you could translate something like that on the, on the air? Hey, caller, can we can we just put you on hold really quick? Uh, sure. Okay. Now, now, what what do you think? Uh, this, this is Pumpkinhead. You think it's it Pumpkinhead. is? JP from Kansas, and he just mentioned pumpkins. He's think, trying to disguise his voice. I, I think Kansas is the only like state he knows, and because he's from Oz, right? He just made it it's up. It's Oz, right? So, think, so are we going to call him out, or do you want to let him? You no, want to let him go, and then I then think, call him out. I think we got to. Should we play with him a little bit first? Let's play with him all a little right. bit. So yeah. you, you got to carry the ball on this. I will. I will. Right. Go ahead. Go I'm going to press the button. Uh, it, it, all right, JP, you're back here, and everything old is new again. It's great to hear you calling in. It's, it's a good example. I don't know how you got the phone number, though. We wanted people to email us at oldnewagain at AOL.com. Don't you have some kind of facilities to, to do that as opposed to calling? I'm not sure. Well, I'll tell you, it's very difficult. What you need to do is to plant the seeds early in the season and stay away from the pumpkins. Let the pumpkins go for till at least And, and JP, why, why should we stay away from pumpkins? Pumpkins are very, they're very important to me. Very, this is the, listen... This why are it. they Why are they important this to you, is JP? It. Do this you have a, an affinity for pumpkins, or what, what's your connection to pumpkins? Pumpkins are very important. Very, pumpkins are very underrated fruit. Pumpkins, I thought they should be used more than just for pumpkin pie. Pumpkins can be used all over. You can barbecue with pumpkins. You can have a nice time with pumpkins when you're uh, having it during the winter time as well. Hey, hey JP. Oh. JP. Yeah. Would you be willing to come into the station and and do it with oh. us right right here, maybe next week, yeah, but he's if lost. you fl- flew in? I'll be coming. I'll be there in five minutes. There'll be no problem at we, all. We'd like to see you in person, actually. The no problem is they don't have the mask. The only mask I'm always wearing, they don't have enough. It's not large enough to go around my head. That's the problem I have right now. I can't. Well, you know why I think. Uh, all right, let me be honest. Wait, with wait, you, wait David, David, I think the yeah. reason the mask is not going to fit around your head is because you are actually. Pumpkinhead himself trying to disguise your voice. Yeah, you think you you are pump? You're. I can tell your voice changed. It was high and now it's low. What? Right. You know what? I am Jack Pumpkinhead. It's been a long time. I haven't been on the show since you had me on with with that that loon. That that what was that guy's name? The 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 former friend of mine. The what's his name? Well, the agent of Oz. The agent of Oz is the guy you had him on. We also had you on with, uh, if you remember, we had him on with the pirate, you know, Captain Baldock. Oh, he's a friend of mine. He's still a good man. He's a good. He's a good Joe, that, that guy. But uh, pumpkin, why did you have to dupe us into believing or pretending you were someone else? I need to get on the air. You don't put me on the air. I'm never on the air. It's been a long time since I've been on the air, and I don't understand it. I'm stuck in this art. Everybody's watching the Wizard of Oz at home right okay, now during the pandemic, right. and nobody's talking about it. You got your five pumpkinheads. 
you got your five minutes. Here we go. I so don't want five minutes. I want, I want my show on my own. Why is everybody oh, having the YouTube? This, this is what you got. Here's your shot. Oh, we got, so I had to hang up. I'm sorry. I had to hang uh, up. I was, I was going to ask him what he's doing in the, in, in the quarantining department. Like, how is he... Uh, Protecting himself. Problem is, I don't think I, he's pre- we'll never- I don't think he prepared anything in that regard in this telephone call. He was not prepared to answer a question beyond what we had just said. He really thought he really thought he was going to get away with with this. So. He's so angry. Yeah. If you haven't heard from Jack Pumpkinhead in the past, you can listen to our shows. We visited Oz, and we've done many things with Jack Pumpkinhead. He's a good guy, but he's upset because he's stuck in Oz. Everybody from the movies become famous. He's done nothing with his life. He's stuck in Oz, and he's been a very underrated character. That's what we would say, right, David Cohen? Absolutely. He's he's a sad, sad, sad man. So, But that is some literature that you can get yourself involved with while, you know, at home during the pandemic. I would suggest a couple of books, and that's what we're leading to here. I'm going to throw some at you. David Cohen will have some, too, I'm sure. But I'm going to throw some at you. I'm going to throw one after the next. Seabiscuit, which I've suggested before, is an amazing book. I don't know if you've read that at all, David Cohen. I have not, no, uh, nor have I seen the movie. Oh, get involved with Seabiscuit. You'll love it. Even if you're not into horse racing, it's a story of the human endurance. It's really fun. Uh, also, Pirate Hunter, a great story about was Captain Kidd really a pirate or was he duped into piracy by uh, the English government? Very interesting. Uh, Birds of Prey, Wilbur Hunter. Have you ever, uh, Wilbur Smith, I mean, have you ever uh, heard of Wilbur Smith as an author? No. I have not. He's just like uh, lots of fiction, but they're based on fact, uh, factual uh, b- backgrounds. So Birds of Prey is, is a great book that starts you on a uh, – he's got a series of books thereafter. It's a lot of fun. Um, Birds of Prey is about uh, times of piracy. That's where it starts, and then you go from there. The family grows from there. Uh, how about Manhunt, 12-Day Search for Lincoln's Killer? I think we've talked about that one already on the air. Adventure of the Peculiar Protocols. Our friend Nicholas Meyer has been on the show a couple of times, direct of Wrath of Khan and some other Star Trek uh, movies. You really should give that a try. That's a Holmes and Watson story. I'm sure we'll probably get a call from them one of these days uh, But <laughs> trying to promote something. But that's a great book. And finally, uh, William Shatner. If you're into Star Trek and looking for something Star Trek, not Picard, you know, real Star Trek, The Return. It's a great book. It's about... Chat, uh, Captain Kirk right after he dies after the sixth movie uh, Generations and the Borg come and reanimate him and he becomes a Borg so it's uh, uh, it's rather interesting so David Cohen you may want to get involved with that and you have any other suggestions I'm, yourself I, I'm always looking for new books to, well I, I have a few a couple of classics I just wanted to mention because you know when, when you have a lot of time like this you can dig into more lengthy type novels that are that are very entertaining. One of my all-time favorite novels, and it's a real page-turner, um, is The Count of Monte Cristo. Um, it was written originally in a series of like little, I don't know what you call them back in the 1800s, like, like maybe, maybe 10 or 15 page excerpts it was released. It was like a serial. Um, they put it, and, and then of course became, you know, one of the greatest adventure novels of all time. Count of Monte Cristo, highly recommend it. Nice. Um, it's about, you know, one guy's revenge for some real bad stuff that happened to him. Um, you know, another one, uh, talk about being, you know, sort of isolated and living in your own world and unable to escape for a while. <laughs> one of my favorite all time novels by Charlotte Bronte is Jane Eyre, um, I've I've read it several times. I'm thinking about re- rereading it again. Um, lastly, a really good book. Again, you know, somewhat rel- 
relevant to where we are today, but a book called Man's Search for Meaning by uh, Viktor Frankl about um, a concentration camp survivor and his his you know, experiences. So again, it sort of helps put things in perspective these days and also a really, really interesting and, and very thoughtful and uh, a book that really makes you think about your own life. How about that? So uh, what is Jane Eyre about briefly? Um, it, you know, it's about this woman who is just searching for a life on her own. Um, and she's basically back then you were just working as a servant from one household to another. And she goes through some tough times as she moves from, you know, one family to the next um, and is basically, you know, pretty friendless and is just kind of just keeping a journal about her experiences. But uh, just incredibly well written. You, it's it's hard to put down. Um, I love those kind of books where, like, you just can't wait to get back to it right. when you have to put it down for a right. minute. All right. So. That's a great one. Go for that. I would suggest also, how about any Edgar Allan Poe? Uh, there is you, you can sure. get you can get the whole series of every book that he's uh, and poem he's written uh, for like ten bucks and it, boy is that well worth it I'm telling you uh, although don't expect to sleep all that well after reading the whole <laughs> stories all right so I hope we helped you with uh, some suggestions some ideas some education who knows as to what to do during this pandemic uh, everything will be okay we will get through this have faith wash and uh, be careful and we'll be back next week to enjoy some more pop culture entertainment on everything old's new again you've been listening to everything old is new again america's pop culture entertainment talk show find us on the web at everything old is new again dot biz that's dot biz see you next week same bad time same bad station